Now, one of the services you provide is giving people something to talk about. Let, let them talk. It makes them happy. It makes them feel good. They don't believe half the shit they say. People want to talk. Yeah. It's fun to talk. 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 Between Two Brackets, Episode 4. Who am I here with today? What's up? I am back. I know you guys missed me last episode. How's it going? What do you mean, missed you? You were here last episode. Well, we had a special guest, so I didn't get to talk much, but yes. it was um, it was a really good episode. So oh, that, was, that was really good. I think yeah. we gave some uh, some pretty good advice. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed manning the the station. That, yeah, and it was, that it was, was good. It was good having a different guy in here. Yeah. Someone... Uh, with a different perspective. A little sneak peek for future um, episodes, right? Yeah, you know, because I'm trying to have, you know, mm-hmm. new people come in and, and talk about their experiences and their perspectives and give some, some pretty good advice. Yeah, for sure. So but what, to, oh, no, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, what's, uh, what's, a good, what's good for today? <laughs> oh, yes. That's what I was about to say. So I guess we're in the same wavelength. But today we're going to be talking about how to pass online classes uh, you know, with everything going on, this is pretty relevant, and I thought that this would be a good topic to talk about, because like it or not, your class is going to either be, you know, online or at least some hybrid. It's not going to be fully in person due to, you know, the pandemic that we're going through right now. And uh, if this is going to be like your first time coming into college, uh, that online class, that hump you're about to take is pretty, pretty... Uh, it's, it's going to be interesting, I'll say that, because, you know, a lot of people think online classes are, are easier than in-person classes, but, you know, that's... It depends on the person. It depends on the person, but if you're not, like, responsible and, like, on top of your stuff, it can be uh, pretty easy to get yeah. dumped in with the work. Hey, so we definitely have some advice for you guys today, but um, if you don't mind me asking before we get into the details, what was your experience during COVID, those last, like three months right or yeah it was like, like six weeks six something weeks like that. or something like that what so was like, your experience what did like, what did you feel with those so, online classes so you know they said it's different for different people mm-hmm. i personally love online classes uh, mm-hmm. i mentioned in the last episode i don't really like going to class too much because <laughs> i didn't really get much out of it so my my workload was nothing really changed honestly except that <laughs> there was no guilt in skipping class <laughs> <laughs> it's like you were ahead of the game i was it's ahead like, of the game dude i saw this i saw this coming from two years ago so i was i was preparing <laughs> two years in advance by never going to class cool but cool. uh honestly no my my experience with it is um you know having those classes transition and having those exams be online a lot of that test taking pressure came off a bit because i didn't have a professor staring me down <laughs> and uh all of the lectures now I could just rewatch, so that was pretty good. So yes, so that's why I kind of brought it up because, yeah. bro, the, that was like the biggest blessing for me. I loved going, um, going back and rewatching those lectures. Oh yeah, that's, I was able to um, really understand the material. Yeah, definitely. Know. So let's cool. dive in. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So the first piece of advice that we're gonna give you guys, uh, actually, I want to talk about this first. Let's get this out of the way. There's gonna be an increased amount of responsibility. And I guess an added level of difficulty, you know, with classes going online. So what I mean, increased responsibility, you no longer have those face to face sessions, sessions. You no longer have to get out of bed. You no longer have to leave your your home when you're doing online classes and persons are like, oh, yes, that, that that's great. But you don't realize how much more effort you put in when you actually have to go to your class. So now you're going to have increased responsibility 
as it pertains to taking these classes online. So the first thing I want you guys to understand is that when you take these online classes, you kind of want to treat it like a real course or treat it like a job. So let's be mm-hmm. responsible. Mm-hmm. And if I, I kind of want to freestyle right now because um, uh, there's different structures for those online classes. Um, I know in my experience is probably your experience. What we had was the professor just posted a video of a lecture like once a week or twice a week. That's what I had. Okay. So or did you have live? I like that. So there, were, there was live, uh-huh. and then a lot of the times the professor would post a video, mm-hmm. but some professors were just live, they never posted a video. <laughs> and then there were also professors who just posted PowerPoints. Wow. So they didn't yeah. even have an online, they didn't even have a lecture. Yeah. So there are different types mm-hmm. of online classes. So you guys got to be careful. And then when you figure out how your professor's teaching style is, and you can cater how you prepare for that class based on what that is. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I just wanted to say, when you say, you know, treat it like a real course, maybe those classes that they post a video and you're supposed to do it on your own time. Maybe just um, like watch that video during that time that you were supposed to have that class. Oh, you know, definitely. that's kind of, I think that's what my, uh, my girlfriend's doing right now. That's why I bring it up. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of t- ties in to our first tip actually, which is attend lectures. Mm-hmm. If your professor has live lectures, you want to t- attend those lectures. You want to treat it like a real course. You want to go to that and then you, what the beauty, the benefit of that is now you can, um, you know, ask questions during the lecture, kind of like during a real course where you can raise your hand and ask questions. So, yeah. And some people are nervous to ask questions, like in live questions. I mean, sorry, in live um, classes, kind of like there's myself. Less pressure. Exactly. There's less pressure when you're online. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Exactly. Sometimes you can just write in instead of having to like unmute your mic mm-hmm. and talk. So that's that's definitely one benefit of having online classes. I mean, online classes and online lectures. Mm-hmm. There's less pressure to ask questions, so you can ask more questions, and uh, you know, feel more confident. Because mm-hmm. I know one thing: I hated, I absolutely hated asking questions in class. Mm-hmm. I don't think I asked not one. Well, okay, I'm lying. Maybe in the smaller ones. Uh, oh yeah, like, in the smaller you know, classes. When it was 25 people, yeah, I could probably wish. Yeah, but when but. you have like the the larger classes, because USF's got like 50,000 students, so you have a class with you know, 100, 200 students, and it's yeah. pretty daunting to raise your hand. So you're not alone if you're, you know, if you feel the same way. Yeah, but, you know, with online classes, there's less pressure for that. Exactly. So our second piece of advice is going to be to create a schedule, and with that also comes a lot of time management. So I think that one thing that's really going to work for you guys is that at the beginning of the semester, you guys are going to get a syllabus, and for the most part, you know, that syllabus is going to list a lot of your major assignments is going to have all the exam your exam dates and stuff like that so what is really going to be beneficial for you guys is to 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 purchase either a schedule planner i know what i had was a uh just a large calendar and i would just go through and i would put on all the dates so that those those things don't sneak up on you because it really can it really can sneak up on you and um not only that's that you're thinking about it like uh, in a in a big picture thing, and that's really good. But mm-hmm. for some reason, when you mentioned time management, I kind of went on a micro scale. Yeah. Um. Now that you have these online lectures and you don't have to drive everywhere, mm-hmm. um, you kind of like uh, you, uh, how do I say? It? You gotta yes, like meal prep. That's kind of what I want to get into. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um. So like each week, you want to prepare that week out. Yeah, prepare it, prepare it out. Um, and also like. Now you're not driving. Now you're not on campus. You're not going to Puerto Tropical, and you're not driving from here to over there. You know what I'm saying? So like, you may have these classes from like nine o'clock in the morning till twelve, but you want to have at least a lunch in there already ready in your kitchen or something you can heat up. That way you could come back at one, and uh, that will get you ready for um, 
you know, working like in the real, real, real life. No, definitely. And then, so just to like piggyback on or go on with that, uh, creating a schedule every week. So like blocking out time for your day to day. So, you know, you want to say, okay, my first class isn't until 11. I'll wake up at nine. I'll make breakfast. I'll begin to like review for another class and then just go throughout that day having that schedule. And then you want to try your best to follow that schedule. I know that there is easier said than done, especially because now all you've got is freedom and you have no yeah. responsibility. So it's easy to, you know, just do nothing to sit around and watch Netflix all day. So that there comes into what I, that ties into what I talked about earlier, which is that increased responsibility because now you're in your own home and you feel most comfortable. So you, it's pretty easy to get, uh, to get lazy. Yeah. And that could, that could really, that could happen. That could, you could really get lazy and, oh yeah. Um, start procrastinating. So yes. shout out to our last episode. Don't procrastinate. This could be now that you're doing online classes, um, that risk, um, kind of increases. Oh yeah, definitely. So, the risk to procrastinate. Don't, yeah. Don't let it get you. Don't let it get you because procrastination will cost you to miss out on some of your assignments, you know, miss due dates and stuff like that. So you don't want to do any of that. So thirdly, we want to, uh, what do we want to do? We want to create a regular study space. Mm -hmm. Now, what does this mean? What does that mean? This means that you want to have a separate area where you go to do your, your classwork or whatever that may be. Because, you know, you want to you wanna kind of keep it away from your bedroom and away from your bed. Because if you lay in bed all day, you're going to get nothing done. Yeah. So you want to try the oh, big facts. You lay in that bed. <laughs> it's, it's easy to go from, you know, 20 minutes of, of Netflix to 3 a.m. binge. You just finish a show. You got no work done. Dude, that's actually a great point. Because cause I don't know, I'm speaking from a personal experience. Um, at first, like that first uh, week or two. Because we didn't have to physically get up and drive anymore, I would stay up later. And then over time, I was uh, sleepier in the morning. So I kind of like my sleep schedule completely shifted and got messed up. So um, that's another that's another area where you can get hindered um, in your study. So, um, yeah, no, definitely. So you want to have like a separate space where you go to do your work. You want to kind of like minimize distractions with this space as much as possible and you want to try and make this space to feel as professional as possible and as conducive to actually being productive whether that be you know having a bunch of notes or having it by like mm -hmm. a nice window with good lighting yes and all that stuff i know if you live in the dorms or if you live in student housing most of these come with like a table so I like a little study table so if you want to transform that study table or if you want to find like a study room in your uh, student apartment because i know most student houses have like study rooms or yeah, common like areas where you can area. go so yeah so that's definitely beneficial but you want to you want to get out of that complacent area which is the bedroom because no work gets done mm -hmm. there whatsoever no work gets done all right so to go on with that our next piece of advice is that we want to eliminate distractions as much as possible so jesus what does that mean to eliminate distractions firstly what are some distractions that you have faced um so if you couldn't tell by now, I like audio. I like music. So when I, uh, I'll give you a imagery. So when I walk out of my bedroom, I'm literally walking into a homemade studio. So, and this is the area that I work as well. So I am constantly, um, what do you call it? Uh, like, uh, uh, temptation. On. Yeah. Temptation. Thesaurus, <laughs> keep it on me. I'm always uh, tempted to work on my piano skills and, you know, work on audio mixing and stuff like that when I should be listening, when I should have been 
studying or listening to those online lectures. So uh, I couldn't eliminate those distractions, but I did have to uh, create more discipline within myself to avoid that. And uh, yes, that's pretty much all I could do because sometimes you're limited to the to the physical things. No, I don't have another room to put the stuff in. Stuff so, in, okay. You know. But like, you know, a lot of the other distractions that I automatically think of, at least for me, is, you know, firstly, I got an Xbox in my room. You know, I've got Netflix, I've got Hulu, I got, you name it, I got it. And so a lot of those are like pretty big distractions. So you want to try to limit the amount of times the amount of time that you're spending on that during the day, you know, whether it be having to, having to unplug your TV during the day or put your phone away during the day so, you know, persons aren't blowing you up or whatever. But you want to try your best to minimize those distractions because I can assure you that that 10 to 15 minute distraction turns into two to three hours of doing nothing. And I know that two to three hours feels oh so good, but it does not feel good 20, 20 to 30 minutes yeah. before that due date. You be, that there, you, you begin to regret it later on. Yeah, and I don't know if other people are like this too, but I like, and it's hard to do, like I like getting stuff over with so I have the evening or I have the night to do whatever I want. So kind of like you said, like if you if you waste those two hours on your phone or on Netflix at, what, 10 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. when you could have been studying or doing something productive, now you're, excuse me for that, now you're at 10 o'clock at night still studying when that's the time to, you know, unwind. Yeah. So yeah, try not to get too too caught up in your in your in your things in your in your daily distractions. Definitely. And so our next piece of advice is gonna be actively participate. What does this mean? So it's super easy, you know, to feel left out when you're at home and you aren't, you know, you're not interacting with other people anymore. It's super easy to, you know, not 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 speak to your professor because you no longer having those face-to-face -face interactions it's super easy to not speak with your study groups because you no longer getting together to uh to study anymore face-to-face -face. so you don't realize how much you're missing out when you do when you no longer have those face-to-face -face interactions what kind of forces you to to participate because i know a lot of times me and my friends would get together and a lot of times the conversation always goes towards school or this assignment or that assignment. So no longer having those interactions kind of, you know, kind of prevents and hinders that. So what you want to do is do your best is to still actively participate, you know, whether if you have um, lectures, you want to participate in that lecture. You want to, you know, try to contact your professor as much as as much as possible. If you know, if you have questions of any of the material is not making any sense. Uh, a pretty good thing to do is to create still those study groups, but like make them on like group me or something so that, you know, you're still having those conversations about what's going on in school. Yeah. And um, so, you know, when you were giving the advice, um, I got to thinking, what if you're what if you're in the same situation I was a couple months ago and uh, all of your classes are, you know, that, those slideshows or maybe looking looking on your own. So you would say just emailing the professor is the best way to say part, you know. Oh, yeah. Engage. So, so for me, for sure, um, mm -hmm. I, I love those classes where the professor just gives you the slide notes. Yeah, me too. And you don't have to, like, go through the video <laughs> and, like, actually listen. I'm <laughs> but, you know, for me, what I would do when the, when those for those classes where the professor isn't like releasing any videos he's just giving you slide notes is that i would go through those slide notes and i would create um google docs with notes and then me and my other friends would all like add to the google docs and if we had questions that came up within it we would like you know talk to each other in the different group chats that we had and you know if questions are still arising professors still have 
you know, they're still mandatory to have office hours. They just have virtual office hours and they still have virtual TA hours. So you can still, you know, reach out to professors during those office times or send them an email because, you know, now they're going to be in their, uh, on their computers more. So you would hope yeah. that they're responding to those emails. Yeah. So that's a good segue to my second point uh, from that question because I've noticed that um, now that they've had a lot more time to learn from this COVID situation or this new um, online learning situation, they're doing uh, like this uh, Zoom. I don't know. Zoom? I mean, Zoom's like a name brand, right? But mm -hmm. it's just any any WebEx type of um, um, uh, software or whatever. But they they have a thing where they're enforcing um, engagement where the professor will will do their lecture live and you have to be there sitting there. And then they'll break you up into different quote unquote rooms, um, into small groups of like six people max. And uh, you get to participate with each other and actually talk without the professor being there. So if you're lucky enough to have classes like that, that will also be another great opportunity to, um, you know, to get engaged and uh, actively participate. Yeah. And so I just want to leave you guys with like one last piece of advice. Um, well, we, we'll see. But you got now that classes are online, you can kind of treat college like a nine to five job, if you know what I mean, Jesus. Because now you have that freedom, that responsibility, where you where it's not mandatory for you to attend these classes. So if you wanted to, and I, I definitely recommend this, try to get everything that you need to do done between nine to five, because now you have that free time from five until whenever you go to bed or whatever it is that mm -hmm. you want to do to do whatever it is that you want to do, because you don't normally have that freedom. Yes. When you have in-person classes. So if you can do your best to, to treat this like online semester as a nine to five job where you do everything within the hours of nine to five, that is going to benefit you. And it's yes. also going to increase your productivity. Yes. So I got two bonus rounds for our listeners, even though we're about to hit the 18 minute mark. Um, that was a good point. But um, what I wanted to say was the test could be different for every class and I'll, I'll explain it with an example um i had one class where one of my exams was i had to print it out and i had a week to fill it out mm -hmm. so it's kind of like an open book exam yeah then i had another exam that was based on canvas kind of like a quiz multiple choice format mm -hmm. so then that was exam format number two then i had a third format where i uh printed i printed out the exam and I had to finish it within those, think, hour and a half or two hours and then scan it back in and uh, submit it via Canvas. So uh, that's kind of like the bonus tip that I wanted to throw out to you guys. Make sure you understand which class is offering what for those exams. That way you could actually, um, you know, uh, prepare for them and turn it in the way that you could. Because the reason why I say it is because that one class that you had to print out that, that exam fill it out within the hour and scan it back in. That was kind of stressful because not only did you have to study and prepare for that exam, but you also had to avoid all the technical difficulties of your printer not working or you um, running into issues scanning it and submitting it on time because they will not grade it if you do not turn it in on time. So That's good advice. Mm -hmm. I just want to, I just saw this last one and it's super important and not, not enough people like thinking about this or considering it, but manage your mental health. Because, uh, you know, you're spending a lot of time now alone and it's easy to go stir crazy. You're no longer getting out the house. You're no longer having those interactions. And I knew that, you know, that was like the one thing that I missed the most once classes went online was that I was no longer 
you know, interacting with people that I used to interact with. I was no longer walking campus. And you don't realize the benefits that that does on your mental on your mental health. So and physical. Oh, way. and your physical health, definitely. Yeah. So you guys are going to want to go out there and, you know, take mental breaks, go for walks. If you can, meet up with like two to three close friends. But just make sure that you're taking care of that mental health because it is super important and you know you don't want you don't want to lose that mental health during college so that is going to be the end of our advice for how to pass or how to deal with online classes thank you guys for listening uh make sure to subscribe uh leave a review if you want reach out to me if you have any topics that you want us to cover if you want to come on the show feel free to reach out and you know, I felt bad about this. So I want to say thank you, Jesus. Oh, hey, thank you. I have not, I'm not giving you any shout outs as yet. <laughs> My guy's been holding me down. So kudos to you. Yeah. Hey, and also thanks to our last guest, Malcolm Ware. No, shout out to Malcolm for sure. That's it. 21 minutes.